Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf. And I'm your main man, CG. And today we have Chris Kelly joining us. Hi, Chris. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. We're pretty I good. I appreciate the pre-show explanation of your name, CG. It's fantastic. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Very regal. I love it. I don't know if the, the listeners know that it's Charles Gustav. That's well, what CG comes from. Yes. Yeah. So, you know. And I met him in seventh grade and just knew him as CG because it was a nickname that just started young. So now I'm sure if we had initially met as adults, you might have said Charles, mm -hmm. but I just know him as CG Siege, you know, the yeah, right, right, right. names. So, but I feel like they call me Chuck at, at work. Ch okay. Chuck the truck. I'll drive you insane. I like that. And this one guy, this one guy was like, yo, man, I tried to, you know, go out on a limb for you. I gave you a cool nickname because he started calling me Chuck. I was like, Chuck's not a cool nickname. <laughs> like, and now I'm Chuck to everyone at work. So whatever, man. <laughs> it, 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 things happen. Yeah, it all, it all flows, you know. So did somebody in your family start calling you CG? My dad's name was Charles as well. I'm the fourth. Ah, okay. That's okay, nice. So, That's really so I had to be CG. Okay, nice. And it's stuck. I like it. You know, it's you're like also CG. You're our first CG that has come on to the show. Oh, that, well, that's it. special. It's very <laughs> special. What time does the confetti start? <laughs> now, so, now, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, you can take over if you want. I feel like you should have your own podcast, honestly, and maybe you will. But I just wanted to say, Chris, I'm going to call you a Bigfoot expert or enthusiast. Should I say Bigfoot? Yeah. It's funny. One of the main um, people that I follow in that world is named David Politis, right? So I, I watch. So I was watching his, for the fourth time, his series on Bigfoot 101, one of uh, 20 classes. And he said, looked in the camera, he said, people think I'm an expert. I'm not an expert on this topic. And I think he is. So if he's not an expert, oh God, then I'm a layman. Okay. You know, super late. But but I do I was telling people for the last several years that I'm an expert, self-proclaimed. I think I know a lot of stuff about this topic. I really do. I've been studying it for a long time. So tell me some of the interesting stuff you know about Bigfoot. And have you ever had an experience yourself? And if you I think you have. So just if you'd get into oh, most definitely I have. Yeah. I've never had a visual. So first of all, a lot of people wonder, like, how does a guy like me get involved in this whole thing? So back in the 70s, there was a show called In Search Of with Leonard Nimoy. And on that show, they would cover things like the Great Pyramids. They would cover things like Bigfoot, you know, aliens. So everyone my age, so I'm seven or eight years old, we're seeing this monster in the woods. And we're like, what the hell, man? So uh, everyone got interested in it. And then as time went on, you know, you kind of lose sight of it. You start smoking a little ganja in high school. You get lost with the girls. Bigfoot's not really on the radar anymore. <laughs> then you have kids and you want an escape. So I have four kids and um, all of a sudden finding Bigfoot comes on the air and you're like, oh my God, it's back. So I start getting into it again and I'm just blown away. The show was, I mean, listen, I appreciated the show, but the quality of the show wasn't great from a, from a research standpoint, because they go in the woods with 20 people and cameras. Bigfoot's not hanging around for that stuff. You know what I mean? Right. So but it got what everyone is into the it. true, what's the true story of Bigfoot, Sasquatch? Like, what is the true history? Do you feel like okay. these beings have been around for hundreds of years? 
Oh, most definitely. Now, how much time do I have? Because I could go like three hours on this topic, and I'm not kidding. We are roughly it? an hour, but if you go ham, like we can we can extend it. <laughs> okay, so let me give you the rundown of the highlights of Bigfoot as I know the topic, right? Okay. Okay, so first of all, um, like uh, there's cave paintings in um in Northern California that are over a thousand years old of Bigfoot that depict Bigfoot and families of Bigfoots, right? Every continent, the, the only continent that Bigfoot hasn't been sighted on is Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Every other continent um, has a name for Bigfoot. For instance, China, they call it the Yeren. Uh, in, in Russia, they call it the Almasti. In, in um, Australia, they call it the Yowie. In North America, they call it Bigfoot. The term Bigfoot came from 1958. This guy, Jerry Crew, that owned a construction company in Northern California, he came out one day and there was footprints by the, by the machinery. And there had been, there had been some vandalism. I think I just had a stroke. I apologize. And he <laughs> called the newspaper and they came out and interviewed him. And, and the reporter coined the term Bigfoot because he had a giant cast. He said, yo, they, this is a big fucking foot. This is a big foot. What the hell is happening gotcha. here? Now, before that, and this goes back to 1832. I might be, listen, I'm like partially, I think, head injured. And I can't remember <laughs> anything. I did a ton of stuff in, back in the day. So I might be off in like the minute details, but gently... <laughs> Call me gist. Like you'll get the gist. (laughs) So the gist of it is in like 1832 was the first printed report of a wild man. They didn't call it Bigfoot. They called them wild men where people would have these encounters. This happened all over the United States. Okay. They would report it and they would terrify the people. Um, But it's unbelievable when you go back and research. And a lot of these people like David Politis have, he's the one where I learned about these newspaper articles. So anyway, Bigfoot was coined. And then you remember the famous footage of 1967, the Patterson-Gimlin film, where the Bigfoot's walking. It's black and white. You're both looking at me like, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking No, 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 I kind of do. They flash flash it in different movies. Yes, there's memes of it. It's yeah, very yeah. popular. It's the main Bigfoot image. It's the main is. evidence, right? Yes. You know, and it's never been debunked. And now it's been with the technology they have. Um, and I don't know what you would call it in media. They can analyze this stuff incredibly well now. So they, the guy that did Planet of the Apes, the costumes for that, right? He's he's into Bigfoot now. He he was interviewed and he said, "Listen, at that point in time, we did not have the technology to build a suit that good. Like the suits that you see on Planet of Apes were not as high quality of that. In addition to that, after they were able to analyze it further, that 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 thing had pendulum swinging breasts. So you're going to tell me not only did they hoax the world, they're like, hey, you know what? But let's slap a pair of cans on the suit too. Let's just put it on here. <laughs> right? Who's going to do that?" That's craziness. Like I might, if it was my. Well, I'm, see, you're a whole other topic, though. You know, <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. You know, my goal at the end of this is somehow we get to come out with you and search one day for a bigfoot Absolutely. experience. Mm. Absolutely, hell's yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So listen, and and I I'm terrified to get killed by one of them. So I got during the day. I don't go out at night yes. much. Tennis. I'm scared, yeah. frankly. And and you should be because we just had someone on last week who had a Bigfoot experience that traumatized him. I believe it screamed. I believe the being like screamed in his face demonically. So yes. I'm not trying to get abducted or killed by no. one. But no. I I myself and just am intrigued by the paranormal and what yeah. things are actually here that for some reason are in acknowledged i know know. it's amazing how like you have a mass denial of things that are happening you know yeah like look at ufos i mean look what's going on in that world right now insane 
they're they're testifying before Congress. And there's still people like, nah, it's not happening. It's impossible. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, man? All right. So anyway, Bigfoot, let me give you the rundown of some of this stuff. So I used to tell people a bigger number. I like to fake quote stats, but mm-hmm. I know for sure this number is true. There's th- at least 3,000 documented sightings of Bigfoot, right? In the United States in the last 100 years, okay? So now if you ever took statistics in school, like it's it's a virtual impossibility that every person's lying these people are seeing something i listen to a show called sas there's there's many podcasts but one of the one my favorite is uh sasquatch chronicles right so the guy that does that podcast he had his own experience terrifying he's out i think he's from washington state and um um he has interviews so he interviews generally i'd say no less than one, but one to three people, usually two people per show. He's on his 1,000, I think it's 1,021 shows, right? That's thousands of people. Now, I want to give you the gamut. These, these are these are not all lunatics. Some of the ones you see, like, we have some nutty people in this population. There's no doubt about that. Right, right. They're, I mean, like, everywhere, right? So, But there's many people that are professionals. Most people don't ever report it, okay? They never report the sighting. And I've, I've learned over time, but, and I interview everybody. If I go, I go camping all the time. When I go camping, I go into town. I'm always asking people the cash register girl. I'm like, you know, any Bigfoot stories? What's up? <laughs> so I'm always asking. And I get so many stories. It's unbelievable. I guess they feel comfortable with me because I'm a nutcase the way I present <laughs> and um, they're open to it. You know what I mean? They laugh at first and then they get comfortable. Um, so um, in, in those stories, you're going to notice like, and I suggest like, go check out that podcast, listen to two or three. And the first thing that you're going to realize is that I don't know if it's true, but that person's not lying. Right. That I know they're being authentic. They saw something and you're the common, the, here's the notes of like that, that are in my mind. And I got to start drawing this stuff. Right. Out. Like you can tell, you can tell if somebody, even if they're mistaken, they're telling the truth. You know what yes. I mean? Like they're they're not trying to deceive you. What they're telling you, they believe is right. Whether right. it is or not, you get, that's another question. But exactly. you're saying these people are legit. They're not lying to you. They're legit. They're legit. So I have a, my brother and his uh, son for 15 years. And my whole family laughs at me. They don't make it fun of me. I don't give a shit. You know. So they t- one day my brother calls me probably three years ago and he goes, "Listen to me. I'm watching this show." He goes, "I'm not saying they're real yet." He said, but these people I'm watching, there's no way they're lying, man. They had an experience. And then since then, he dove in. He's a really smart guy. Dove into it. He's like, bro, these things are real. There's no doubt in my mind. They're real. Um, okay. So now um, in terms of stories, the, here's the common things, right? First of all, people, hunters, I've been in the woods for 50 years. I never saw anything strange. All of a sudden, I see this thing that doesn't belong, and my whole life is turned upside down. I'm not happy I saw it. People like congratulating me. He goes, I don't go hunting now. I don't want to go in the woods. <laughs> Things running around the woods. I'm not going to the woods. He goes, like that, they're that horrifying, dude. The the male, the males of the species. Listen to this. They can be up to twelve feet tall, a thousand pounds. They look like they're on Sustan on two fifty steroids, jacked as shit. But they 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 describe. This is not just one person. I've heard many people say that their shoulders look like basketballs. That even though they have hair all over the body, you can see the the definition of their muscles underneath the hair. How is that even possible? It's insane. People wet their pants. They wet their pants. The guy said, "I and they're crying." The people are crying when they're telling the stories. These are grown men. And here's the crate there. Now you're ready for common denominators. You're going to notice when you interview these people, they don't tell anyone. Oftentimes, if there's two people, they don't talk about it as they're driving back to their house. Nobody speaks about it. 
And one of them will try to bring it up. And the other one says, don't even, don't even bring this up. They don't want to talk about it. Some people don't tell anyone. And then 40 years later, they actually, many of the people on this show, they say, the only reason I'm sharing is because somebody told me, I heard about this show. And, uh, I said, let me give it a shot. I've never told my wife. I never told anybody. And now they come on the show and they let, let it loose. And they're really, really relieved. They're like, thank you so much, Wes, for having this place that we can go and feel safe. And I'm sure that's similar in other experiences that people have with paranormal. Like that people think you're crazy, so they don't say anything. It's oh, yeah. wild. Man. It's well, wild. There are a lot of people who have different abilities. A lot of times I know people who can see dead people, but don't want to tell anyone because right. they don't know if they'll be believed you know exactly so, i mean that makes sense that sasquatch is can be that big the males and i can see why it would be a traumatizing experience because if you as a human think you're on top of the food chain right and you're out there whether it's hunting or you're just like i'm gonna find this thing and then you're met with it and suddenly you can feel how quickly you'd be crushed Look, yes. if I see a That's bear, fuck you up. if I see a bear, oh. I'm never going hunting again. If I see like a right. dog that's not on a leash, I'm never going hunting again. I was <laughs> I scare pretty easy. So like if I saw something like that, top of the food chain thing, it's over. I don't know. Do you feel like they have consciousness? I mean, I feel like they do. I, I do you think that they're enlightened in a sense, like we are? What's your sense of these creatures? Because I feel like. They might be terrifying people out of protection. It doesn't mean that they are an unfriendly species. When I tune in to them, not in person, that's what I get the sense of is they're very protective of their territory, which is why you have to be very careful if you're gonna go on an expedition. But I do feel like they're actually quite smart, that species, that's the sense I get. Yeah. So it's, it's a great question. There's so much to it. So there's so many characteristics of them. They are intelligent. They're, they're high, my belief. And, and there's different beliefs within the world of this, of the Bigfoot world. But uh, Melba Ketchum is a Texas A&M geneticist. She worked on 9-11 widows. Uh, um, I'm sorry, um, people that died in 9-11 for DNA. So she's a specialist in DNA. And uh, she did, they, there was a study with David Politis and some other people in 2013 they did a DNA study. Many of the their their peers, basically, if you go for Bigfoot, you're crushed. You're done. You ruin your career. You sign your death warrant in terms of credibility. But she did it anyway because she did the science and she's like, this is real. Her conclusion, um, and, and they had over 100 samples, and this, this conclusion happened for every sample. Okay? So here's the conclusion. The mitochondrial DNA, which is the female part of the DNA, was human, female. The uh, nuclear, which is male and female. There was nothing in GenBank that showed anything. So in other words, there was there's nothing to compare it against, right? So now, and but they'll say, well, it got human. We picked up you picked up human in those samples because it was contamination. Hmm. So David Politis says, well, if that's true, then it would have been found in GenBank, but it wasn't. So that's that's not a credible answer. So character. I just want to jump back with characteristics. Right? So these people say they move. They say there's nothing alive that can move the way this thing moved. They're so fast and they don't they don't bounce like a human. It's as if they're these are the words, hundreds of people I've heard. They say they're gliding or they're floating. They say it's just virtually impossible how they move. When they go up a, a mountainside, they could go like a really steep rock ledge. They don't use their feet, they use their arms. 
They mm. just climb up within a breeze. They could be carrying another big, like one Bigfoot got shot. It's carrying it like just flies right up the mountainside. Um, their arms hang down past their knees. That's one of the characteristics. Their um, mouths are really wide. There's people I've heard them say, this mouth was so big, you could fit a cantaloupe in it. Like that's how gigantic. And there's a huge space in between um, from the nose to the top lip, much bigger than humans. They're, the the socket, their head's gigantic, right? So the eyes are much wider. Their eyes glow. And I've heard multiple hunters, they say, listen, this isn't like a raccoon in the headlights where it's reflecting. It glows. The eyes are glowing red. They're, and they have different colors, blue eyes, green eyes, yellow eyes, red eyes. Their hair colors, the human spectrum, including white. So um, they, um, in terms of those characteristics, they when you see one, there's always another somewhere around watching. I'll tell you a quick terrifying story. So the guy's in a tree stand and he's he's uh, hunting and there's a um, he's got his rifle and looking down in the field, there's a mother Bigfoot sitting down playing with her child Bigfoot, right? Juvenile. So he's got it and he, he's goes, he's got the, in the, you know, in the sights and he's, he goes um, to himself. He's like, I can't, this is what hunters say. They're like, it looks too human. I can't pull the trigger on this. But all of a sudden he hears heavy breathing and he's like four. He's, I, I think he was 12 feet over or something like that. He was high up. He said, he hears breathing. He turns around and the Bigfoot male is staring at him like a couple feet away, just looking at his face. All right. They will. Another one real quick. They, the guy is, um, up in the tree stand, it's like five o'clock in the morning. So he's just starting to be able to see. So he hears bipedal walking, like somebody's walking up. So he's figuring it's a person. And all of a sudden that something grabs his foot and tugs on it, not hard, just tugs on it almost to like notify him. Right. And then stops, walks past a tree, turns around, looks up at him and smiles. Yeah. And smiles. The guy said, I sat there for an hour in a panic and I just waited. And finally, after an hour, I was calm enough that I could climb down. And you just hear these stories over and over. Hunters are the best because they're in the woods all the time. So they see these things happening, you know? Um, and and maybe, maybe they're almost protectors of the forest in that sense, right? Because you have Absolutely. hunters entering their space. Um, and then it sounds like they'll fuck with them a little bit. And yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna hate on that at all, you know? Yeah. The American, you know, American Indians have a um, hundred different names for Bigfoot. You know, you don't have a hundred names for something that's not real. Right. You don't. They, they say that like on totem poles, they have Bigfoot and it, the face will be of a, a whistling this right. Big eyes and, and whistling. And and the American Indians said, like, we don't put things that are mythical. Those are wolves. Like it's stuff that we know we're here, you know. Um, yeah. So screaming. So they, they, they uh, communicate in a bunch of different ways. One is tree knocks where they smash a tree now when i say tree knock like it's not like a woodpecker it's as if and i heard this this is my own experience in west milford new jersey on uh, clinton road the most haunted road in america they say so i've been up there hundreds of times when i went through my divorce my you know, my kids are with me and we would just go for rides and get coffee and i would take them to clinton road and we i, I must have been there 150 times so anyway i this is when i was still married i pull over and again my family all thinks i'm a kook so I pull up, I'm like, be quiet. So I roll down the windows, turn off the car, and I do my calls. I do really good Bigfoot calls, right? They're just, if you look and, it up. Can, you, can, can, can you do one indoors or? I guess so. I mean, it's kind of loud. You ready? It's you evicted. Hey, hey, well, thank God I own. Hey, guys, I'm going to be screaming. Hold off. <laughs> Whoa! 
like, could you hear it? It went out for a second because you couldn't handle the frequency. You're like frequency. So it would go in and out because your frequency hit a range that Zoom Zoom couldn't handle Bigfoot range. Get out of here. It's like maybe a broad Bigfoot. (laughs) All right, wait. Now I got a question here. To me, kind of the most important question. So I guess it's like an animal, it's like a human. But there's pictures of every animal, a shitload of them. You know what I mean? Right. You can, if you want to find it, you can find it. We don't know that. But... So why? No, no, we don't know that. I guess you're right. You're right. But um, so why can't we find it? If it, like if they're if they're everywhere, why aren't there all these pictures? Are they able to cloak themselves? Are they able to, you know, like what's what's the deal with that? Is there an explanation on that? kind of thing it's a great it's a great question it's one we all have so i go with the people that are in the know so the guy that does that show he had his own bigfoot experience and he says you know it's amazing man he goes uh he says the same thing and he says it each time he interviews somebody he goes it's just amazing he goes i don't understand how we're not picking up we're not able to get one of these things i just don't get it and furthermore like he goes um because many people will say at driving at night that they almost hit they either hit the bigfoot or they almost hit it so so Wes is like, you know, it's really curious that these it's are they playing a game? They seek headlights coming from a mile away. So why are they getting so close to the car? Like what's going on there? Hmm. Like they do strange things that you just can't understand. So when it comes to cloaking, you, uh, you, all right, so in one of the Bigfoot shows I saw, you you obviously you saw Predator the movie, right? Where where, yeah. where the, the predator blurs out. Well, that's reported a lot. So I'll give you two quick ones. So a police officer, um, when he was on duty, he was parked at a high school. I don't remember the state. It doesn't matter. But he's parked at the high school and he sees a Bigfoot walking, like going towards the building itself. He said, and all of a sudden it started breaking up, like pixelating. And then all of a sudden there was nothing, but I could see almost a predator figure, like the outline of something, but it looked like the movie Predator. I've heard multiple people say that, you know, it's incredible, man. You're having these consistent descriptions of things going on and they're, these people don't know each other. They're from different time periods. How, how is that happening? Something's going on for sure. So know? I guess that leads to the, my next question, which would be, you know, like they're not animals, they're not humans. They can kind of do things that nobody can do. Like, are they right. aliens? Like what, like what, what are they, you know, compared to us, compared to, what are they? Are they another animal? That's a great, that's the question we all ask. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't think anyone has the, the real answer to it. All we can do is give you the, all I can do is describe the characteristics I hear other people experience. And then you come up with your own thing. I believe that they are a hybrid, but the male side, I don't know where that comes from. Does it come from aliens? I mean, we have no record of it on GenBank. How is that possible? Um, I don't know. Um, in terms of like, uh, are they animal? I think they're more human. I think they're intelligent. I think they choose to continue to like, they're way smarter than us in surviving in the world. Like we're going to be long gone unless we blow the whole world up. Right. Humans are destroying the earth. They live, they're like ninjas of the forest, man. They're incredible in how they move and how they survive, how they eat. You know, it's just amazing to me. And, and, and people say, well, how many are there? They estimate S and it's a guess, right. Between five and 10,000 in North America alone. Right. They do have family units. I personally met people that have seen juvenile Sasquatch. They look like chimpanzees. I shook hands with a guy on a Bigfoot expedition with the BFRO. I went out there, paid $600 to go out with these characters. 
and I go camping all the time. Like, what am I paying for? And they were goofing off when we're out at night. It was, I won't tell you that part of the story, but nothing really happened. It was a great experience just to go out there. And actually what I learned was I know as much as they do. Right. And I could probably run a, a, an event much better than they could. That was my, well, we talked about, I think the ultimate dream for you is to have your own tour uh, bus. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah. I still believe in that for you. Uh, yeah. You didn't really get to finish about the knocking. Oh, I'm sorry. There's, yeah, no, I'm sorry, no, yeah, I'm, I'm bouncing all over. It's all good. I'm all over the place. So let me let me get cut through about that. So wood knock, um, wood knocks is is one of the things they do. And then um, what else? They do the calling, like I just did. That that's there's a famous Ohio call that you could look up on YouTube, and that's how it sounds. I'm mimicking that. Okay. They also do grunts and growls. Um, uh, they whistle. They whistle. They whistle in the woods all the time. Like American Indians, they've said, um, wait, if they would tell their children for hundreds of years, if you hear whistling in the woods, come home. You know, that's the boss of the woods. You want to get out of there. It's you either know? a pedophile or Bigfoot. So, right, well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think they had that description for pedophiles in 1830, but you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so, what else did they do? Oh, my God. <laughs> I got it. Can I tell jokes on here? Is it anything? <laughs> Definitely. All right. Yeah. So wait, what is it? It's, it's a comedy podcast, but we do paranormal. I so right. I have taken a sudden er, way more into the paranormal because it's just one of my biggest passions, and I want a TV show of it, which is how we got in touch years ago. You were gonna uh -huh. be my pilot episode, you know, and um, and who knows, like. I'm hoping we can go out with you on our own, film it. But yeah. I just, yeah, I just, it, it's a comedy podcast, but now I'm, I'm going so more you, into you can the tell paranormal. jokes. We're good. I'm good. All right. So what did the Jewish pedophile say to the little kid? What? Hey, kid, you want to buy some candy? Come on. <laughs> That's a good joke, man. I'm Irish and I have a I have a 10% Ashkenazi Jew. I'm in the club. Oh, oh, all right, good, good. I didn't know. I didn't know uh, you didn't seem Jewish. And I was like, uh-oh, does he not know well, Kate's full-fledged Jewish? And then oh, that is a good joke. Coming from a Jew, you're not offended. I'm sorry, married to a full full-on Jew. We had two rabbis <laughs> marry us, so a he's kind of Jewish. So I'm like exactly. <laughs> You know You're pretty I mean? much in the club too, man. Exactly. You know I mean? Like I don't make any money, but like besides that, I'm pretty much accepted. That's why I wanted to jump in. I'm like, you know, I want to be in that club. Like the money, you know, money, prestige, power. Let's. I want a part of that. I mean, me too. So I might not be a proper Jew at the moment because I feel I'm not like doing it right. I'm not direction. allowed. I'm not allowed to laugh as hard as I did at that joke because I don't I, have. But I'm married to a full on. Full out Jewish girl. <laughs> full on. Full out. Full She's on out. too. Studied the Kabbalah and everything. But the Kabbalah is to me such like a different metaphysical document, which I guess they all are. But anyway. What uh, does metaphysical mean? Metaphysical to me means esoteric, spiritual. It just means like beyond what we can physically see. Right. Like beyond so that's. The realm. Yeah, so I think we're kind of talking about that with Bigfoot because it seems like it might even be an interdimensional being because I That's have true. heard that some people have experienced portal-like energy near the areas they experience Bigfoot. So it makes you wonder, well, that could be 
talking about crazy, they could be entering portals and and that's how they're not seen. Yeah, it's one so. of the only things that you hear about that people all kind of know about and think about and talk about, but no one can quite capture it, right? Like on video, on whatever, you can't quite capture it. So to me, what else is there like that? There's like the Loch Ness monster. You can't right. quite. Everybody talks about. It, they can't. Quite. I believe in the Loch Ness as well. You know, so well, sure, so do I. Sure so if it's able to do that, it's got to be somewhere in the metaphysical. Yeah, like, I agree. It's not I agree. just a huge ass animal, smart animal running around out there. I would think I agree. be cloaked like that. And I that's agree. what I had kind of felt before you described it, and I knew I'd get you know, some good information from you, but I'm loving that it's lining up with what I felt when I do channel to them, to those, to that realm in a sense, because I feel like just like many things on earth, they're misunderstood. And uh -huh. yes, they are very intimidating, but for a reason, I mean, look at what, how humans treat each other in the planet. Why wouldn't they be? So um, I'm not saying I want to necessarily meet one, I would love to meet a friendly one if that exists and have a great and respectful encounter. But I definitely am not looking for an encounter that's going to traumatize me. You know, yeah. I feel like I've already been traumatized by life. I don't really need much more. And I would definitely shit myself. I want something sure. like, you know, where Harry Potter, he meets Buckbeak. And like he walk, he has to walk up real slowly, and he kind of bows the book. I want to, I want a situation where I walk up to Bigfoot, like very quietly and respectfully, and kind of bow, and then I get to ride him. At the, right. That's what happens in Harry Potter, you know. He gets you mean out. ride him in the most cleanest of ways? In the yeah, not sexually, ride on his back as he runs across the mountainside and shit. Okay, I agree. You know with what you. I'm saying? Like, I want to make friends. Like, I, I want him to know. He's like, yes. I see you, and yes. you can ride me now. Get okay. on my home. <laughs> so, so when when I'm talking to these people and they're making fun of me constantly, I'm like, listen, what's going to happen is I'm going to befriend him or them, and they they're going to sense because they're so adept. Yeah, they're going to sense that I'm good. I'm the good one. So now I'm going to befriend them, and then I'm going to bring them back to visit all of you, <laughs> the naysayers. Okay, <laughs> and when Thousand Pounder sees you, then you can explain why you don't think he's real. As he beats you and rips your limbs <laughs> off. Okay. Like yes. It. That's what's I happening. like where this is going. <laughs> so do I. It's crazy enough. It might just work. <laughs> it's, it's good. You definitely stuff. wouldn't want to hurt me because I'm a believer and a protector. Exactly. And they sense that. So do you know the show Survivor Man with Les Stroud? No. You don't know that show. Wow. Okay. Anyway, it's very I mean, no judgment, Chris. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I got to work on that. I'm, I'm new to this stuff. And I really we just jumped out. Be sorry, you, jumped. you don't. He was like, what the fuck? You're a shit person. Good podcast am I on? Wow. Get with the program. Good Lord, Kate. No, I apologize. I, mean, I think Literally. I get the gist, though. It's like Bear Grylls. It's like. Yeah, one of those guys. He's okay. really, really, really famous. So he had a show on for a long time. So he had Bigfoot experiences, but couldn't talk about it because the producers wouldn't let him, right? So he did shows afterwards. And he goes, listen, this is what happened to me. First of all, he, he had um, a, a violent uh, shaking of a tree and a, a chimpanzee sounds, ape sounds in Alaska. He goes, there's nothing in, in Alaska like that. So that was his first experience. But then he said, one day I'm walking and I have a voice in my head that's not me. And the voice says, if you want to meet us, you can come over here over the hill. 
and he goes, holy shit. Like he flipped out. He flipped out so bad. First of all, he sat there and, and he could picture it or something. Like he could see what was going on with them, but he was so scared. He said back to them in his brain, he goes, I'm not ready for this. And they said, okay. And they walked away. Right. Mm -hmm. So when that happened, he went to a psychiatrist to be evaluated. Cause he's like, am I insane that this happened? Am I, am I schizophrenic? And the guy's like, well, if he was schizophrenic, he wouldn't be here right now saying this. So you're definitely not schizophrenic, but you know, he, he couldn't like say if you were nuts or not, but this didn't just happen once. It happened another, I think it happened two more times. So some people get connected to them. Well, they'll have these experiences over and again, they call that mind speak, right? I don't know if that's the term. That's what I've heard. It's incredible, man. It really is. The whole topic It's just absolutely mind blowing. Yeah, I guess somebody who's like at one with the woods or the mountains or that, you know, out there in nature and they're kind of, you know, their souls kind of at one. Maybe they maybe that's who connects with them. Yeah, yeah. I, I do want to, you know, I want to see it from a distance because I the terror in people's hearts when they when they actually witness these things. Oh, and by the way, so I described to you a thousand pounder, right? That could easily kill all humans, I guess. Why don't they? Right. Why don't they? And they are angry. So it's real quick. There's a woman. If you ever get a chance, um, it's called I Shouldn't Be Alive is the name of the pod. Um, but the show on that Sasquatch Chronicles. It's a woman from Britain. She was in um, California in Big Sur in the 80s. This is like 35 years ago. As she's telling the story, you can hear her. It sounds like she's going to cry. This is 35 years later. So the, she's taking pictures of the ocean and she looks down. It looks like there's like cat, large cats, like panthers by the water. It's a family of Bigfoots. I'll, I'll give you the short and skinny. She drops her lens cap of the, um, the camera. It goes down the rock face. They all hear it and they turn instantly. The male who was in the water getting seaweed and throwing it to the females on the beach looks, turns into a rage and starts charging towards her. One of the females starts screaming at him. And now they're fighting, communicating back and forth and uh, gibberish she, to her. It's gibberish. But you, she said it's obvious that they're a couple and they're fighting. And she's screaming at him, basically saying, don't do this. Don't do this. And he goes over to get. And, and by the way, the thing has an erection. He's pissing all over the place. All right. It's crazy shit. Like she said, I thought I, he was. How coming. big was the erection? <laughs> now, that I mean, was that's my that's my crazy. first. That was some follow up question. I'm Some sure it's huge. Look, of course it's huge. I'm in broadcasting. I need to ask these kind of things. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that she question. Didn't, so you didn't ask this woman. Oh, this woman was, you weren't I wasn't interviewing her. Because if you were, you'd have this information. <laughs> I, I Certainly if you were interviewing her, you would. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we know where you, this show is going to go if we ever get her on. Um <laughs> I so, know we got to get we got to get our hands on. It's the obvious they would have big dicks. Like that's not even. Yeah, but like, but, why don't we talk about that more? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I you're right. That seems a lot of, like hush hush too. It is. Happened. I think that's you know the I mean? norms of society weighing in again. You know, weighing on the situation. But there's people that say I did see his genitals, so I knew it was a man. You know, and nobody follows up with how big was it? Except <laughs> you. Who is out there doing these interviews? What is going right, come on? on. We need you, that's not a great interviewer. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan no, or who's got interview. Jeez. So I think Chris's point with that story was just to talk about how complex the dynamics are between the species when they interact. This is a very intelligent and, and they're they're protective, they're angry. You know, we're in their space in a yes. sense too, and they've yes. been around for a long time. 
So for me, my fascination. You had an erection around the children. So that's exciting. Okay. Are we going back to the Jewish pedophile joke? What's no, no, I thought it was that. I thought it was that. So he was with the whole family, right? Or was no, I think that when I think animals, animals are known. Wild animals, like predators, are known to get sexually aroused when they're going to fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, you guys don't know. I, this. I totally didn't know that, dude. No. But now, now if I see a, you know, a now you'll be on the lookout at, at the bullfight. Instead fight. of taking a picture, I'm going to run the other direction. You know what I mean? Because that totally changed what I would do in that situation. That you give that information. <laughs> So right. thank you. that puts a whole new paint job on things for you, you know, it's just unbelievable. So they, they, <laughs> there's lots of ways to communicate. And um, do you want to talk about the, the, the my personal experiences with these things? Of right. course. No, definitely. That We need to know. <laughs> we need to know. So it, the one was the, um. so I get out of the car. I really am jumping all around. It's almost like I'm a head injured, uh, traumatic brain injury person. It doesn't seem like that. You have a lot of good facts. And we Thank keep throwing you. you off topic every yeah. five seconds. He asked anyway. how big it's the, kind of the our dick fault. was. So yeah, that that'll that'll definitely put you off when you think you're being interviewed. <laughs> I thought this was on CNN or something. I wasn't expecting that to happen. So anyway, so I get out of the car and I do my calls, and immediately after that, you hear tree knocks. But when I say tree knock, it sounds like a giant tree is being smashed on another tree rapidly. Boom, boom, boom. It lit up the whole forest. I turn, I look at my, I, how old was she? Let's say she was 16, my my oldest. I, I look at her, her eyes go wide. She goes, what the hell was that? It's incredible. So now I'm going to fast forward to, there was a sighting in 1976 by a park ranger at High Point. You know what High Point is in Jersey? Where, where are you guys located? We're in Philly. But oh, you're in Philly. Deep, we're like by the suburbs, yeah. We're act, I don't think we're too far from where you are in Jersey. I don't think. Yeah, well, I'm north. So, I mean, you're down by South Jersey, right? I mean, but you by the Pine Barrens, which there's a lot of red, the Jersey, red devil is going to say Jersey devil and Bigfoot is down that way. Oh, I mean, I definitely want to explore, but at the moment I get a sense of danger. I'm not, oh, I, I'm, yeah, like I'm not. You want to be with me because I am absolutely not getting killed by a, by a cryptid. You know, but if you're the one not getting killed, then who you know it leaves us to be killed. Like we, I would no. go with someone who's less of a survivor. You know what I mean? Like no, he's like, saying he won't lead us. In other words, danger. Oh, he won't. God, God. He's not he saying. No, I won't me. let that happen. No, I will not let us be in danger. No, you won't no, let no. us be killed. I. That's that's not, No, no, no one's getting true. killed with me. No, got you. I thought you just assured us that you wouldn't get killed. And no, no, no. I know those are very selfish. In my heart. Those are selfish people that would do that. Very self-centered. I feel you know, safe like, with you, Chris. This is good. Yeah, you should. I can't wait to our expedition. I will get us out of trouble. I'm telling you. That's good. Yeah. I want to go but to the haunted road. I'm a as big. Well. I'm a big man, but I'm not very brave. This is yeah, I'm not either. I'm not yeah, either. I was. I was. I worked for First Union. I used to say I put the fu in First Union. You know. I like that. So I'm in the bank one day, and a little girl comes in, like 14 years old, and she robs the bank. And let me tell you something. You know how you want to pretend in your mind that you'd save people like burning building children? When that happened, I had a baby at home. I was like, I don't care if every, I said this to myself and I really was ashamed and I'm being honest. It's not, I'm not proud of this because I want to be a Marine. I want to be tough. And and I said, I don't care if everyone in here dies. I'm going to go through that cinder block wall and I'm going home. I wasn't going to help anybody. Isn't that sad? 
I don't think that's sad at all. You sound a lot like me. You sound a lot like me. I okay, so we're that's a good starting point here. for the two CGs here, just right? <laughs> trying to survive. Wow. Wow. It's just trying to survive. Curious about, well, male endowment. Right? <laughs> Both of us. I want to know too. I just didn't have the nerve. You did. Like a lot of the time I'm thinking, who can I use to shield me from the danger? You know what I mean? When there's when there's a situation. Exactly. Like, who's expendable here? Exactly. Who's the most? And then I have to judge them on the spot. You know, make a spot judgment. Right. It's expendable. Does this guy look like a scumbag? You know. Right. Do I have any resentments against them anyway? You know what I mean? Things of that nature. I get it, man. I get it. That's good. So where were we? I want to hear more of your personal experiences. All right. So then the next one was this. Um, I I, I really need to write it all down because there's so many things that happen. So the next one was uh. Oh, so 5.30 in the morning, Clinton Road again. I go, 5.30 in the morning, there's nothing going on, man. There's no people. Ten, you know, Clinton Road's like 10 miles long. It's You're in the middle of the forest. So I go- That's, with the, one, that's the one down in the Pine Barrens, Chris? Or? No, this is northern New Jersey in West Milford, New Jersey, Passaic County. So it's like north, northern part of Jersey, right? So we're on this road and uh, I go with my my friend Lisa and we park- and we're on uh, we're on the property of the watershed, so you're not allowed to hike in there. There's no hunting. There's nothing, right? This is crazy, man. And I heard it clears about. There's no animal sounds except I did hear a bullfrog behind us, but no birds, nothing. It's cold. I I do my calls. I have the same thing every time. You know, you want me to do it again? No, I'm just kidding. So no, no. Actually, it was freaking awesome. Just the audio couldn't pick it up. Yeah, it, was too, like, it was too much on the Bigfoot frequency. That on the big frequency, I like the that. technology couldn't really, at least this kind of, I'm sure with the equipment that you would bring into the woods to capture stuff like that would get it, but. Well, that's a great parlay know. into, uh, so you, are you guys good with sound with doing podcasts? Like, do you understand all that stuff? Hertz, hertz, you know what hertz are? Yeah, sure. Mega, yeah. Megahertz. Let me, let me. Like hertz, right. a bit. Megahertz. All right. Sorry. I don't know. A thousand, a million hertz. Okay. Thank okay. you. That was that was a mega good answer. CG. I mean, thank you. I appreciate that a lot. That's, That's like want us around on these expeditions. In case the sound goes out, I don't know how many hertz. Bump it back up. <laughs> right. right, right. If my legs get ripped off, I'll know how much hertz my screaming sounds made. Okay, things of that nature. So, All right, so no, we're not sound experts. I'm very right, sensitive well, well, to sound on a spiritual level and actual. But anyway, keep going. So we, so human beings, we we fall within a range of hertz, okay. And Bigger so does hertz. every animal. Every animal has its own signature for hertz, not h u r t s, right? H e r z. So Bigfoot <laughs> has its own. So these calls that they have recordings of, they don't fall within human like ability. It's lower, right? right? And they also have infrasound. You know what that is? Infrasound is when a tiger, they they do um like tigers and lions that low growl i don't know a roar right that's that's used to stun prey it stuns them it shakes and people will describe when this thing screamed at me the bigfoot my inside shook they vibrated and i was paralyzed right so they believe that inf that uh, bigfoot has infrasound as well no because that definitely sounds legit to me i mean even the the human frequencies the people yeah. can tell their voices that can scare you that can freeze you up. Somebody has a deep, scary ass voice. Yeah, yeah. Freeze you like up. My like, father yeah. screaming at me as a child. I, I'm not joking. I have CPSD 
from uh, growing up in my family. It was quite a scene. And when he would scream, we, to this to this day, if somebody like screams out in public, I lock up. I want to kill them now because I'm an adult and I can. So I get <laughs> oh, angry. Yeah. as a child, you have no way to protect yourself. So you just freeze. Now I want to hurt them, you know, and get even for all those traumas. Is that wrong? No, no. <laughs> okay. I'm completely on that same page. But no, I, so so if it's like on this huge animal level now, you know, a thousand times that, yeah, I could see that. I never heard it put that way. They have infrasound that could like freeze their prey. I didn't realize that with lions and stuff. Well, that's what it is. And it's funny we talked about Predator, but when you look at the alien movies, I forget what that one of the last ones was called. It had like a biblical name, but essentially it's going into once again, like the hierarchy, right? If you're in the woods and even a grizzly bear comes out, you immediately remember, it doesn't matter how much money's in your bank you account, have. the size of your house, whatever your ego has made Primal. you feel safe, suddenly you're like, oh fuck, on an animalistic level, you're meeting face to face god goddess just your you know so it's done and and yet they're already seeing that humans have way more abilities than most people think we do and i feel like these beings are so tapped into those abilities whether exactly. it's sound frequencies um portal transportation i don't know who knows what they I can in terms of I that. hope that we can explore it more and, and figure it out because they they sometimes they they have helped they have helped people they've helped children I know children yeah so there's stuff you know what I mean yeah they do scare you but I think it's mostly to get you out of their area like people will say I was we were running in the woods and and here's another thing about cloaking right so I've heard multiple people they're saying I'm actually he's a military guy he's on a base long stretch of road he's running he said and all of a sudden I hear something pacing me in the woods and it's it's following my footsteps exactly this is what people will all say if right and then he realized that something was going on so he stopped short and then it was one footprint uh one footstep that it made it couldn't stop itself and he starts running again and this thing would just keep pacing it the whole time but the weird part is and it's always the, generally it's the same description each time but then they'll say but the weird part was I can't see it. it. It sounds close enough that I should be able to see something, but you can't see anything. Like it sounds like it's running 10 feet in the woods next to you. And by the way, it would be impossible for a human being to run without hitting trees. This thing's just flying right through the woods, like cutting through. It's like magic. Like it sounds powerful. like the vampires from Twilight a little bit. Mm. They were floating. They lied. Yeah. The lied. way they ran, it was just a different pace. And yes. And I'm a fan of those vampires. Yeah, I think they're incredible. And I hope us three get to be like the first real friends of Bigfoot. You know, There's like a way to connect she, with them like that. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to like that my penis is almost as big as theirs. You know what I mean? Like that could. Hey, that could, good for you. Good for you. That could you be like, like. You were working on that conflict. one for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> you saw me sitting there in silence trying to come up with something, right? I thought you were being polite. That's Wait, you guys are married, right? Yeah, we're married, married. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were being polite to your wife, Kate, and uh, it wasn't. You were thinking no, no, about definitely. I let her do her thing, but the wheels are turning. Amazing. And, you know, so I don't. Amazing. I don't want to piss them off in any way. So, so basically, you're going to be the first one killed, is what we're hearing. <laughs> right. Right. I'm scared of like you said you wouldn't let us get killed, Chris, and I'm. Banking I promise on that. you. I promise. I'm I banking promise. on that because That's I'm it. scared of 
being abducted. I feel like I'd be perfect, you know. And they'd raise you as a little Bigfoot baby? Brush your that hair That actually and... doesn't sound bad. I just wouldn't want to be like any kind of like weird sex slave to a Sasquatch. <laughs> you know, like that's very worst case scenario. And I, you know, so as long as we go and explore it very carefully. <laughs> That's sick. I don't, my mind just went into it a little bit. Now. I know. I just, as I, a I was woman, exploring all kinds of craziness <laughs> right there. I got to tell you, all of a sudden we have a commune. We're all hairy. I don't know. God, we wouldn't be when you were born, though. Tell them when you were born. You almost made me pull my neck. When I was born, I was born with such a full head of thick brown hair that was like, like fuzzy chimpanzee hair. Yeah, my here. family was like making fun of me. Like they say, I don't, I don't remember it as making a newborn. Making fun of an infant. But yeah, they were like, it was like a big deal because my mom is like a small blonde woman and they, right. yeah. So like I came out. They were curious as to where Very wolfy. And right. you know, but I, I do feel connected to Bigfoot. I don't know the full connection yet. I've told you what I tuned into and everything you're saying resonates with it. And I yeah. think because they're so tuned in, they're not going to interact with anyone that they could, they might be able to see our auras, how evolved we are. Yeah, who knows? Right. So they can just feel vibration differently. So they might be like, Oh, that's an asshole right here. Stomping through. Right. You, and you can see it just at the gym. I always got to bring up some gym stories because it just infuriates me. But like, I can the already tell you. a little overcrowded lately. Kate is not. Kate is if not. If I was Bigfoot and I went into this gym, I would already know the first two goners. Do you get what I'm saying? Just from how they're operating. One we'll dude describe was on a machine. One dude was on a machine for 15 minutes. Just yeah. on his phone most of the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like waiting. Like, And wasn't it like the inner thigh machine? Really? I thought it was. I thought it was one of your like, girls. Yeah. It was the Kegel yeah. machine. <laughs> exactly. I know. What's this it's dude doing cool. on it, it? They used to be so much easier. And then when dudes started being like, I want to get my legs jacked everywhere. If that's cool. But like, don't. This dude was just relaxing. And then there was this one old dude hogging up the butt machine. And you know that one like, where you thrust your, you lay down and you thrust your hips up. And he was you there. Out of your gym? Yes, I've, I haven't done that one, but I know the no, way. No, it's happened. usually chicks are on it. Usually chicks uh -huh. are on it. I tried I've seen it once. some dudes though do it, and they, they yeah, there's some guys are getting into it. Sunglasses was on this John for a uh, while. Sunglasses and, and he was dancing in between top. his set, like he was trying mm. to get a certain kind of attention. It was getting crazy in there, man. Yeah, man, I don't like dancing in the gym. It gets me really riled up. Stop trying to stand out. We're all just trying to get ahead. If it was a cool, oh, yeah. if it was natural and it was going and I was like, what? but this person, he was just hogging the machine, trying right. to get attention. And I was like, I just want to get my butt exercises in. I'm not trying to make a scene here. But my point is, is if I can sense that, I feel like Sasquatch can obviously feel, they could just hear three sentences coming out of someone's mouth and feel the I way they're stomping disrespectfully through the forest. And then they could go, you know, this this person deserves this kind of scream or intimidation or this little tap on the leg. Like they can already probably right. tell what a person needs. Right. I, Straighten I mean, out. now if they scream at me crazy, I'm gonna be like, I didn't deserve that. 
my energy is so good yeah. i'll be totally a victim if it happens to me no I, i'm usually pretty good because karma happens pretty quick usually with me and i'm well, usually like okay i know what i did you're like so, you're okay. very inquisitive like overly inquisitive like you ask she asks enough questions you think she's an undercover cop sometimes Right. So right. that energy could kind of like if they're in their habitat and they're peaceful and they feel like you're kind of busting in there to find out what's going on, yeah. that might shake them a little bit. So I feel you like. Might get in rage. Can I just ask you, is there helium in that microphone? Because it keeps floating away. I know. This fucking it's microphone. A, it's on a spring. It's a stand it's a and it just arm. floats away and it's so embarrassing. And, and I'm not like, very handy with talk stuff. Talk about the paranormal. It's like oh, trying to make this a serious podcast. I'm you not know? Very handy with spring arm technology <laughs> and so it keeps floating away from us. But you know. Well it seems like your vibration has calmed it down now so it's centered. It's grounded. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with it but um no, now I can't think about anything else. It's floating right here in front of my face. I can't, you know, get my mind off it. It almost looks like a BBC, like kind of dangling down. It looks like a Bigfoot wiener yeah. that we're talking into. If he's wearing uh, condoms, I guess. I don't know. We thought, look at like it, it looks pretty legit, but we can't get like <laughs> in, you know, see how legit I mean, it looks. I guess, you see the whole thing. That looks like a UAP. Okay, no. good. You can't do that. Uh, that looks good. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Now I pressed the button. I fucked everything up. We're good. That's my life. We're good. That's my life. <laughs> CJ, you CG. See, I want to say CJ, bro. I know. People call me that a lot. Yeah, you're a CG, CJ, and if you're messing it up, then you can. I know, because it flows. CJ, not CG. It doesn't flow. It's okay, but you got big guns there. You're in the gym, huh? Yeah, yeah. We go to the gym. We go. To the... Nice. Yeah, look, he's jacked up, man. I got some guns too. We got some guns. We'll, oh. we'll fire up Bigfoot. You know what I mean? Get him again. Oh. I think maybe that's why we also connect to that species. They're fucking ripped. Like ripped. I found out through my spiritual journey that I naturally like to be around usually pretty in shape people. And right. I used to be ashamed of that. And now I'm like, no, it's just kind of like I can get into a certain beast mode. And I feel like there's something yeah. beautiful about being a beast. It doesn't have yes. to be a beast. Not but negative. Have a high level of consciousness, which I think Bigfoot has. You know, you're just on the food chain at the top. One or one, who knows who's at the really top? Like we're talking about Bigfoot. Right. There could be so many beings out there that are beyond our comprehension yep. but um that's why you yeah. gotta be a good person i think i think you do it you is say a, you good know. person i don't mean like your pc obviously i mean like an actually good person what do you mean pc what some people think that they're um like politically correct some oh, people think right. that they're a good person because they've learned how to talk a certain way and say the right things that's a good point and when it, to me, it's like, I don't want that. I want authenticity. I want honesty. I want humor. And a good person doesn't always say the the proper thing. Sorry, the mic's floating. Um, I think a good person just has heart. real great clips out of this with the, with the mic floating around like that. And I should have cocked, all the crowds cocked diagonally. Oh. You really got to, I'm going to put some, throw some masking tape on there later on. We got we to gotta get some ad money in here. You know what I mean? Start <laughs> straightening this thing out. So wait, back to so I get the sense. Bad uh, money goes to other things, man. This this is yeah. I'll take care of this. I'm gonna man up. You're gonna man up and do it. I trusted you. I trusted you. 
I'm going to call. I know some men who know how to take care of stuff. <laughs> exactly. Isn't it embarrassing that you, I, I want to be handy? I want to be. I just can't do it, man. I don't even know what the hell I'm good at. You know, you but I love like to be the handiest man ever. If I had to go up to two people in the world, I'm like, they could build me a house. I go exactly. up to you. No, that's what I mean. Kind of being jacked helps with that. People think that you. Absolutely. Can... They're like, he's strong enough. And I'm like, I can read. <laughs> so I see you, Kate, as 100% authentic. All right. Now, if we take a spectrum of human beings, we in AA, we call it the AA halo. When I get in that meeting, you would think I'm, I'm best friends with Jesus Christ Almighty because my shares are so philosophical and loving. And meanwhile, um, there was a time, if, even a couple of years ago, if I bump, if I get up to piss in the middle of the night and I bump my foot on the dresser, I stare at that dresser like it's a man. I'm going to kill it. <laughs> Staring at it. Inanimate object. I'm going I'm to hurt that thing. So oh. we're not perfect. You know what I mean? Oh. We're not. So how much of it is real? You know what I mean? And I, I get, I sense that you're more authentic than I am. I Secretly, mean, I have I, thoughts. You know, I honestly might be on the spectrum or have a slight Tourette's even because I just find it hurts if I don't. <laughs> All due respect, I think Tourette's and the spectrum are completely different things. But I love you know, but I'm saying just because I, I sometimes I say things that it's like, why did she say that? You know what I mean? Like some there's there's when you can sometimes you have to know certain boundaries to not upset people. Like I yeah. have said almost too many things and I just thought it was like, this is my authentic self. Like yeah. when I did my rap video. Lately. This is my truth. Right. Yeah, And then you're like, you know what? Boundaries. It wasn't compassionate. Hmm. People yeah. who say their truth too much don't get invited <laughs> to a lot of parties. Exactly. But you right. got to really temper your truth. I feel right, 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 right. I think he's taught me that because when we reconnected in our adulthood, I was definitely very out of pocket. Like I had just put out a rap video and thought the like, microphone is amazing. I know. It's just, and thought it was amazing. Dead. Go on. I love it though. It's the real focal point of the show. You should put lights on it or something. Right. Lucky that there's not, we only take clips of the video. So it's not like there's a movie that people watch of this podcast. There you go. I was trying to do it on the sly, and it's like the most obvious like <laughs> thing like happening. And then Chris finally had to be like, "Yo, what the fuck is up with your mic? <laughs> this is why we're, we're not famous yet because like there are small things. This is why we haven't been picked up by NBC. We are on the cutting edge. We're close. Uh, you are. You have great energy, both of you, for real. Thanks. It's happening. It's and happening. That's why we're going to be friends. That's why we want to be the first three BFFs with Absolutely. Bigfoot. I'm in a hundred percent, man. You guys are good people. We'll go out to have a great time. And yeah. there's so many ways you can go with this stuff. And we can like make it a fun camping trip. Like the point can be for fun and like, you know, and then also hope that there's some kind of an experience, but so we'll can I, I, like slowly. I go to, you know, yeah, 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 absolutely. I'll bring we, a bird whistle. I'll sing some Joan Osborne. What if God Joan was Osborne. one of us? Is that like folk music? <laughs> Is that folksy? Oh, What's, wait, you know my girlfriend? Up. 
My, I'll have, to have Chris teach me some calls, some Bigfoot calls when we're out. Yeah, man, absolutely. Who's who's uh, Tori Amos? Tori Amos? You listen to Tori Amos? See, Tori Amos was also popular when Joan Osborne was popular. Yes. That vein. It's that. Okay, so can I just speak to this now? If my, I don't know if I'm, anyone's going to see this. Like, if my girlfriend, she'll be upset. So she's, like, her email is fanoftori at AOL.com. Loves Tori, right? So I listen to it. She sounds like she's hurt a lot when she sings yes. Tori. Yeah, there's a lot of pain. I'm standing naked before you. That's oh, how okay, I, you're a fan. Yeah, oh yeah, no, I used to be in middle school. <laughs> like, Who was that person? Wh- that's Tori Amos, bro. DJ, you, DJ, please listen to it with your wife in the car. <laughs> oh. Please, I need to hear what happens. I, I, really, I really like Tori Amos. I, well, I now, this all is coming her. together. Because I never, I never know who... Trip. <laughs> I never heard of her in my life. I, I meet my girlfriend and I'm listening to her. I'm like, what the hell is going on? This has been going on for 25 years. This woman's been singing for, t- she's like, yeah, she's very popular. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So now I met somebody that likes, and that's amazing. That's all amazing. But CG, I want to hear all about when you listen to that track. I know. <laughs> I can't wait. I'll, I'll yes. play for him. It won't surprise him. Like he knows I've got some, some, interesting tastes and also when i go to sing it's naturally very opera sounding for some reason you're a singer every song opera. i don't mean to but are you I, a singer like for real trained singer no but i think i was meant to sing opera professionally i was just never given like the proper space because like you can't just try opera like if no. my mom would be like what the fuck are you doing you know what i mean like, you can't I, just yeah, yeah. be like oh. but i have a naturally deep you know, like I would need She's the like, space. I need to go ready. To- <laughs> dude, she she does that shit all the time, dude. Makes my balls. <laughs> Just hoping somebody will notice and go, "You're a star. Come with us." Hey, so listen. Why don't you? How old are you, Kate? Are you you thirty two? I'm forty two. You're forty two. You guys are young. CG, how old are you? Forty two. You, you, we were you born are- one day apart in the same hospital. Get at in the same hospital. What hospital was that? Abington Hospital. Really? That's unbelievable. With the first time you guys fooled around, did you whisper that in her ear? Like what happened? No, no, no. It was in our it was in our wedding vows and stuff. It's a big deal because oh. now we got married the day before, and then it's my birthday, then it's her birthday. So oh, man. it's a trifecta now. That's pretty cool, man. And I yeah. when we used to mess around in middle school, it was really me. Don't look at me dominating. Like she was a dominatrix back then. <laughs> She'd be like, do you want to come over and study science? And I'm like, science? Well, you know, like I was, yeah, I wanted to come over and study science because I was a good, wholesome kid. You're lying right now. You wanted to get with her. I mean, I wanted to get with her, but I was, I was. But you were happy, like, yeah, I'll study. No, no, because she was very convincing that she wanted to study. He has very safe energy, you know, like a lot of dudes, girls should not like dudes that are pushy right like ultimately you want someone who's gonna relax feel good and then the girl will usually usually yeah, I, yeah. take over and take charge because now they feel yeah. safe they can do right. that and he was just someone who was always very respectful <laughs> around me and I guess like yeah um, it really had me because I don't think I was normally well I don't know uh, yeah I, I something came over me at that because wow. we weren't boyfriend <laughs> friend and how old were you guys at the time 13 oh wow so that was uh, 13, pretty 14. heavy 
pretty hot. Oh, yeah, I was. I was like just waiting. And you were the aggressor. Control sixteen. That's what I was saying. She said that to me. No, I was like thirteen. And she said that to me. She was like, "My dad said that I can get on birth control when I'm 16. I have no idea what birth control oh is. So now, right. like, later, we meet up later in life. Like we separate. You know, we meet up later in life when we're like forty. You know, back no, again. And I'm like, "Were you telling me when you were 13 years old that like, you couldn't wait to get jizzed in? Like what? Like what is that? When you tell someone, what was the that, real message? What What are you saying? When you say like, was it homework or was it skipped, sex? We weren't having sex. She already no. skipped condoms. Right, she she's like, condoms are out the window. She didn't even ever have leapfrog. Exactly to like, no, I want the dude to be able to do right. it raw. So I had no idea when she said that. I was like, that's right. cool. I didn't know what the fuck that. He was, was you, very. He was you, saving himself for Jesus. Not always <laughs> say it like that's so that. That sounds like. That sounds super Jesus. That sounds super sacrilegious. Himself, because he felt that that's what Jesus wanted, because he was raised in a very Christian household. Oh, really? So you were, and I'm a Jewish heathen. So I was like, you know, but Jewish girls, they're much more sexually uh, active or something. I just feel like the I'm wrong, but in Judaism, at least like Reform Judaism, I felt powerful in a sense like i was able to talk about sex in a certain way yeah. in high school i just feel like there was less you're a sinner energy and um and then you made a career out of it exactly as a comedian and my mom gave me that book like something about our bodies like you know where you know it had like all the pictures and all the info so yeah, i feel yeah, like yeah. just very yeah, I feel like my household was accepting pretty much of is that more is that more common in Jewish culture in the family? I'm getting I, a sense that it is. That I think in a Catholic. reform, I think in a Jewish reform household because that's the thing when people think Hasidic Orthodox Jews represent yeah. all Jewish people, yeah. it blows my mind because when I see Hasidic Orthodox Jew like in Brooklyn I feel yeah, so yeah. like worlds apart worlds apart that yeah, person yeah, yeah. and I've heard certain things about the culture that I don't know if they're real or not but you know what I mean it's just not yeah, I got who you. I'm hanging with right but in a reform household I did get my bat mitzvah but yeah I mean my mom my mom was really into teaching me about my body and also making That's sure so cool man yeah, she was pretty cool with that stuff. That's really good stuff. To know. That's As pretty cool for me. It's, it's even better for you. You're, you're the one, that, you're the benefactor of that. Damn. But well, the my thing is, Jewish. like, I'm so, like, it's so funny because I talk a certain way, but then I'm actually very vanilla. We're both very vanilla. Like, I don't want paint. You don't swing? I don't want candle wax. No, I know. I, know. I don't want I to talk be a big burned, clipped, you know, right. I just... I'm okay with just naked, two naked people, you know? I, I gotcha. I know what you're saying. Good for you. You, you know where you stand. I feel <laughs> the same way. I'm 54 now. So we're kind of like, you know, we're tailing over and it's all good. You could get an injury from like some of the exactly. and stuff. Like, like hot showers and couches and TV and a good meal, you know, and some sex. Like we're good enough, man. It doesn't have to be well, swinging. I don't need midgets and chandeliers. What are we doing? Exactly. Old school. There's no ecstasy in my life anymore. I don't. I mean, like chemical. I don't mean. There's lots of ecstasy when I see a rose. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Well, we're gonna wrap this up. I guess the next thing's gonna be we have to schedule 
an expedition or something when yeah. it's a little warmer, yes, maybe in course. like a couple months, and then we'll have to do another podcast and talk about our findings. Because even if we don't have an interaction, I'm sure we'll have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Oh, of course you will. But I also, I mean, I want to go by this road you're talking about because there might be more paranormal stuff. Other there is. Bigfoot. Definitely. So. You know, the guy that, did you ever hear the, in New Jersey, he was, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, anyway, the Iceman, he was a, a hitman for the mob. I it, saw a movie. Yeah, you, it was called the, the Iceman. The movie was yes. the Iceman. Yeah. Okay, that dude buried the bodies on, on that road, man. Yeah. And there's satanic uh, rituals up there, all kinds of stuff. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. it's a really cool place. And there were so many other stories because I go camping with all my AA friends, right? And these are all professionals that don't, um, they don't believe in it. They laugh at me, right? Well, multiple people had encounters, visual encounters on multiple trips. So there's so much more to tell, man. It's wild. So I hope I can get a chance to share some more stories. Chris, real quick, you mentioned the Jersey Devil stuff in the Pine Barrens. Anything yeah. here that you think is legit? I don't, I don't, I don't follow it that much. I know the history of it. This woman had this deformed baby or something. It was like her 13th child. And uh, that's where it came from. And I forgot, I think it was the 1800s. Maybe, actually, it might have been 1700s. But I don't know much more than that. Just that it's a weird, like, freakish looking thing with big red eyes. See, when I hear the red eyes, I think, are they mistaking it for Bigfoot? Mm -hmm. You know, in Sussex County, New Jersey, it's called big red eyes. You know, the hmm. big, you know, so anyway. That's intimidating. It is. Yeah, glowing eyes and, and, a, and a massive penis and nice. giant shoulder, you know, I mean. I'm right. I would think that they were going to rape me, to be honest. I mean, that could be very pain of me, but like, I just feel like they'd be like, she's, right. you know, me or maybe you. Not. I, I pray because they're kind souls. I think that they, the females, the females are our friends. I'm telling you, the females talk to men out of killing people. We need to get in touch with these people and we need to start to bridge on a paranormal basis, like spiritual vibration level. And then we can, I don't know, just really connect with them, start hanging out with them, maybe have it open up an attraction. You know what I mean? We talk them into a good contract. Totally. Yeah, no exploiting because totally. this world loves to exploit. They're like, oh, we yeah. found a mermaid. Let's cut her open. You I, know, mean, like, I mean, I'll no take a salary, thing. but right. No, Not too much. no meanness, just friendship. Yes. And Serious. finances. Yes, and finances. That's the only part. That's what but we're I think we could do something with this. So let me know when you want to go and, and we'll keep in touch okay. and we'll get the trip going. Um, okay. Being... That would be so awesome. You're, you're down Chris, with this, right? I'm completely down, dude. All right, good, man. We're gonna and Chris, it was awesome having you on. You know so much more than you let on. <laughs> oh, I know so it's kind of all over the place. You are yeah. an expert in our book. Thank you, buddy. Completely. Yes. Guys, thanks you so much. The for Russian that. word and the Japanese word and like South yeah. Arabian word. So yeah. you know, that the, that first thing. I don't know my name. And you already words. passed my test. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And in the United States, they all have different. Ohio, they call it the grass man. Like all over the United States. Down in the South, they call it Yahoo. In Florida, they call it the skunk ape. But you don't have names for stuff that's not there. Right. Right. You know what I mean? No, no I, I believe. And I yeah. think. As reality shifts, interdimensional beings are going to be just discovered and we're going to have to be like, okay, our world's not exactly what we thought it is. So what does this mean? And I hope it means more understanding, a better life for all of us filled with more joy. I mean, I don't know, but that's I what so. you, I'm hoping. 
they're talking a lot about interdimensional with the UFO stuff. Are you following all that with Grosh and the guy, the fighter pilots with Congress? Yes. And have you heard about the solar flares and how that's affecting? No. So no. in 2024, there have already been some major solar flares, but we're going to be getting more. But they're saying that that's also changing the frequency on Earth. So we're going to have even more. Oh, really? Interdimensional activity. Interdimensional activity. Really? Yes, I'm, I'm, I've been seeing all of that. And for me, I'm very excited. Yeah, because I am too, I've man. known that this stuff has been going on. And I've been called crazy for it. And now- you, are, are you able to help CG tap into that, that energy level? I'm serious. I'm asking a serious question. I know you're laughing. Yeah. Are you getting there? <laughs> no, I mean, she definitely helps. She definitely helps. You know, because uh, I thought she was kind of a kook <laughs> at first, but then a lot How of her do you stuff- spell kook? A lot of her stuff's still been checking out. I no, I believe it. I just want to tap into it. I want to get that energy. Kooky is K-O-O-K-Y, so kook's got to be K-O-O-K. That's what you asked. Why do you say kooky? No, well, kooky. You know, uh, especially the Adams Family song. They're kooky. Yes. That's that's all I knew of it. (laughs) That's definitively K-O-O-K-Y. I got you. Say that definitively. I love that word. That guy's a kook. It's a great word. Now you just called your wife a kook. So, oh, yeah. I mean, I said that I suspected she was a kook. I get it because I know, especially at this point, that we're tapping into truth. I mean, reality is shifting that way. Absolutely. When I first started experiencing enlightened aliens um, around 2012, people legit were not as into all of this, you know? And now I think. A lot of us are shifting and want to know the truth because we feel the ache in our hearts to just want to know what all of this is and what Uh our potential is and what the world's potential is. So I am thrilled, you know, and I think it takes heart to really explore the paranormal correctly. And that's why I, I want a team of people where... We're into this, but we're also not into getting abducted, getting harmed, shitting ourselves, pissing our pants. Like we've all probably been in those situations of just extreme pain. So I- We have enough trauma as a group that we don't need any additional. I understand. No, I definitely think also though, bringing it to the the people with like funny, relatable people and not people who seem like kooks. You know, (laughs) right? Right, I don't, I'm not- I think that's the way to bring it. I think that's I agree. You present it, you know. So. I hold down a job, you know what I mean? Exactly. I'm not yeah, driving I around in an RV. Down, but I hold it down. I hold it down. I may not have a job. <laughs> it may need not be a job technically, but in your sense of the word. <laughs> but I hold it down. That's great. That's a great way to end. All right. Well, is there anywhere that you'd want people to find you on social media or do you not want to be found? I'm I'm just a financial advisor. (laughs) I don't, you know, I would love to go into this realm. I don't know. Who knows? It's my dream, but we'll see what happens. You'll be found when we start doing our stuff and start doing our stuff. Any any way I can help you guys. You got great. I know we're talking about energy. I'd love to, man. I'd love to connect with you guys. So awesome. It would be fun to be out in nature. We'll get the video camera and we will just have a fun time. So we'll we'll pick a date for that. But thank you so much for coming on. We will have you on again. I know you have more stories and we have to go on our own expedition at this point and see if okay. see if we can summon things. And I might even do some Jewish prayers because they have found 
that the Hebrew language does affect the other side in a certain way. Okay. It's like an ancient, I'm sure Egyptian does. I'm sure there's a yeah, bunch yeah. of Latin, but um, I'll do some some spiritual activity. Let's do that, man. That's interesting. Create a space for safe activity. Yes. And by the way, Red my lines. sister's a Wiccan. I'll have my sister come. She's a witch. There Whoa. we go. Yes. Yeah, really cool. Oh, we'll Spirits. have a whole ceremony out there. We should just bring in a lot of love, light, evolution. Yes. You know, so so we'll make the whole thing happen. And I have friends that are musicians, so it could be a whole scene. It'll be like oh, Easter. Hell yeah. Yes. Okay. Chris, thank right, you so buddy. much. And thank you, thank everyone, you. for listening. And good luck with that microphone. We'll see you next <laughs> time. Cool.